Game one is in the books, people. The USMNT drew Wales 1-1 on Monday in their first game of the World Cup group stage. On today's episode of the Backheeled Show, we're breaking down why the U.S. failed to pick up all three points. We're diving into the nitty-gritty here, everybody. I'm Joe Lowry, and welcome to the Backheeled Show, where we bring you unique coverage of the USMNT in just 10 minutes or less. We'll be in your ears every day during the U.S.'s run in Qatar with quick, informative episodes. So, with that in mind, let's get to it and talk soccer. The first key for the U.S. in this game was actually how well they started in this match. The USMNT was on top of Wales from the jump. They had more possession and they created significantly more chances than Wales in the first half. The counterpressing was on. The chance creation wasn't coming left and right all the time. But again, they were better than Wales in that regard. And Tim Weah gets the opening goal for the USMNT in this game off of a great pass from Christian Pulisic. Weah was the standout performer for me in this entire match for the USMNT. His consistent ability to run in behind and exploit space was massive. And that's really the first key here. That's what got the US on the board. Weah made multiple runs. I had at least three noted down runs in behind Wales' back line. They weren't always rewarded, but they usually did lead to something for the US. And that was certainly true on the goal. Again, A good pass from Christian Pulisic before that, a good bit of involvement from Josh Sargent, and Weah being incisive and decisive with his movement off the ball with a great finish as well. The U.S., again, started well in this match. That didn't necessarily hold, though. And that brings us to my second point behind why the U.S. failed to pick up all three points on Monday. They were too passive in the second half. You could see the U.S. setting up a mid-block for transition play right as the second half started. Literally, you can go back and watch it on the broadcast. You contrast that moment in the second half or maybe half a dozen other moments with several different high-pressing sequences in the first half, and you can see that the U.S. almost willingly put themselves behind the eight ball in the second 45 minutes. I don't know if it was Greg Berhalter and halftime team talk or if it was something else for the USMNT along the way in that second half, but they dropped. Their intensity dropped. Now, I do want to give some credit to Wales and Robert Page for their improved play in the second half. Robert Page decided to bring on Kiefer Moore, which I think was a great move for Wales in this game. At six foot five, Kiefer Moore is a big dude, and he plays like a big dude as well in that front line for Wales. He consistently brought other players into the game for the Welsh national team, and that changed the, the scope of the match for the USMNT. They struggled to deal with him, both on set pieces and in open play at times. That didn't really break the U.S. until Walker Zimmerman starts to slide in on Gareth Bale late in the second half. That earns Wales the penalty that Bale does put away, and that completely changes how we think about and really talk about this game. Still, the signs were coming for the U.S. early on in that second half. Again, a lot of that has to do with them being a little passive. I think the U.S. really struggled to get the momentum back in that second half, and we saw that ultimately in the final score. Finally, the third point I want to raise behind why the U.S. failed to pick up all three points against Wales on Monday is how poor they were on set pieces. Christian Pulisic was the U.S.'s taker in this game, and he was dreadful in those deliveries. Not to be hyperbolic, but he was a key reason why the U.S. couldn't generate more in those moments. His set pieces either were too short or they went too long. That's a consistent problem for Christian Pulisic and has been for quite some time now. He does not have the consistent service either in open play to get across into the box or in those dead ball moments. Pulisic struggled in this game in the U.S. Even if they had detailed set piece movements and and, and set plays in the box to run, none of those things ended up mattering because Christian Pulisic's delivery struggled and, and he was so poor in those moments. Pulisic was one for 13 with his crosses in this game, encompassing both open play and dead ball moments. That's not good enough for this U.S. team that struggles to create an open play generally. And again, created more than Wales in the first half, but the chances weren't rolling in. If Pulisic set pieces are on in this game, or if the U.S. has a, a capable set piece taker, this is a completely different story we're talking about. And, and honestly, if the U.S. does not change something in that regard ahead of the England game, 
I think they're leaving maybe points on the table. At the very least, they're leaving chances on the table against England, which I'm not sure is something this U.S. team can afford to do. So, only one point against Wales, not the best performance, not entirely dreadful either. We'll have more on this team on how to beat England, fingers crossed whether that happens or not, and what comes next for the USMNT in this World Cup later on in the week here on the Backheeled Show. In the meantime, that's all we have today. If you're looking for more American soccer coverage, check out Backheeled.com for stories on the USMNT, the World Cup, and much, much more. Thank <laughs> you.